Yeah, yeah, we can freestyle it for sure. Alright. Alright, man. So let me know. You ready to record? Yep. Alright, ready? Yep. Right, uh, recording. In three, two, one. Excuse me. <laughs> All right. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Underground Culture Podcast. My name is Jake. No need for the OB if you know me. And I got my co-host here, with B Boy Omar, and the returning co-host, uh, who are people have been asking about for a while. And if you'd like to hear his story, you can definitely go to his podcast and he'll tell you about his uh, trials and tribulations. I get guess over the summer. Oh yeah, uh, it's how he lit. Came that whole situation. Yeah, uh, bro. It's a crazy story. Uh, but my illustrious co-host, uh, Rodney, a.k.a. King, say what's up to the people. How y'all feeling? How y'all feeling? You know, we, we back in effect to talk real, real reckless in the best way we can. So I'm glad to be here. You know, it feels good. Yeah, man. Glad to be back. How y'all, how y'all, how's the weather down there? That's a good question. Uh, for Texans, it's cold. It's fucking cold. <laughs> It's, I would I would switch places <laughs> at this point. I was watching the uh, I was watching the Bears game earlier against the Rams, and I was like, hell, no, bro. people go to that game. It's fucking freezing. Yeah, they was raffling off tickets at uh, in my job about that about that game. Yeah. I'm like, why 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 go to you know like this is such a great city for just going to a warm place yeah, and exactly. watching a game. <laughs> why go and be in the midst yeah, not, of the things? That's crazy. But I heard that a lot of stadiums are doing like putting like sports bars in their stadiums. J- like, oh, I don't. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Then why go to the game if you're just gonna go to the sports bar at the game? I think it was um, was it the Staples Center? I think they said they're doing something like that. The Staples Center for like the basketball games. Like, there's a bar where you can go and watch the game in the bar in the stadium. And it's like people like it. People seem to like it for some reason. And it's like, I guess they it's the environment they still want. I don't know. So at the AT and T Center here in San Antonio for the Spurs, they have like four bars. Yeah. In, in the in like the AT and T. But it's like first of all, it's nowhere near as big as uh, Staples Center or the United Center. Like those places are huge too. So yeah. Uh, but they have like four or five bars for like the upper deck, upper patios, whatever. Like uh-huh. three hundred level. So our, you know, it might be the same size. But anyway, man, uh, it's been a while. It's good to catch up, man. Um, but uh, let's get into this, bro. So how do you want to start this first, man? You want to talk about the uh, the hot take of the week? You want to start with the conversation? Let's let's start with the hot take because I don't even got to say much about it. And I would definitely want to know what you guys think about it. Right, I think sure. it's ahead, a long overdue thing to talk about. And people, yeah, I yeah. feel like, tap and tap dance around the topic. But I think it's something that people need to really just acknowledge and say something about because hip hop is something that is young and still fairly young and we're the the culture in itself is maturing to a place to where we have to like truly start establishing like sub genres like respectively it's like it it can all still be hip hop just like rock and roll I was having a conversation with my girl and she was just like she was like she was like it's interesting like there's so many different types of rock and roll like and they distinctively sound different 
but mm-hmm. you know what their foundation is because they have all the pieces. It's like they still got a drummer, they still got a guitarist and bassist and lead singer. But you would never say that Queen and Nirvana were doing the exact same thing. No, but these. Yeah, so it's like, I think with hip hop, we have to start distinguishing the two because we mix everything together. Yeah. And it don't make sense. It's like we should not be talking about, uh, you know, the the new age rappers and all the littles in the same conversations as, you know, Meek Mill and when Jay-Z puts out work. You know what I'm saying? It's like these two things are, yes, they are rapping, but it's not the same sound. It's like a. No, I think uh, no, you're absolutely right. I think rap is getting to a or hip hop as a whole is getting to a point where like it's changing, right? So like, even Omar, man, he's a he's a b boy, and they have different types of styles of b boy. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So like it's it's different. Like back then, I think uh, you know when it first like started, it was all just you know bars and like who has the hottest rhymes and yeah. You know what I'm saying like for dance, like who just you know who's better at battling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and obviously, you can go into detail about that. The graphs, you know, who, who's more creative and artistic with it, and then DJ, obviously, like who you know, who cuts the best, who mixes the best, who, who gets the party going, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, so, yeah. I, I would, I wouldn't say, I, I don't even know if it's like exactly like sub genres, it's like just styles, different styles, and then like things coming out in waves now, you know, like the sound is different. Um, people putting out different ways but I do agree like you have to like draw that line and be like look man someone who's well established rappers like Nas you know all these other people who have withstood time like longevity like you can't be comparing them to like what's coming out right now you really can't someone's hot right now like you can't you can't compare them I think that's 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 the same for rock though like you know you can't you can't talk about uh I don't know. I, I damn. I can't even like use like an example because like there's like the huge bands like ACDC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows who those people are. But then if you talk about a smaller like group, I guess I don't know. Like uh, oh, for example, like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like those guys probably look up to fucking bands like Journey and ACDC. And I could be wrong, but you know I'm just using that as an example. You know what I mean? And the Red Hot Chili Peppers is huge. So uh, I I agree. I think it's just different styles. It, it could be categorized as subgenres. Uh, but now, like, even if you look on uh, Tidal or Spotify, like, they have different types of of uh, hip-hop or, like, rap, right? They call it moods or... or yeah. What's that shit called on Spotify? I um, think it is moods. Rap caviar. Yeah. Right? And it, that's just that's just a plethora of fucking different types of uh, rap. Yeah. And I think it's nothing wrong with it. I think it's... Uh, I think it's in the, just in the sense of, like, when we talk about these things and we're, like... Yeah meshing everything together when I don't think these things should be meshed together because I don't think because they they judge it and they bring down the quality of a thing because they believe they're not doing what this person is doing and to me and maybe it's the southerner in me but it's like I believe that people certain people are doing their version of rap at their highest level so it's like for what this is and what the expectations of what that thing is, they're doing it in the best type of way. They're the best at this trap shit. They're the best at this emo type of sound where it's kind of, you know, it's a certain sound and a certain vibe. It really doesn't go above a certain octave. The beats and the sound, you know, the sonic choices really are specific. Yeah. And you'll never really hear this kind of being mixed in with something else. And also, it, it kind of 
avails for different types of people to be collaborated with too so you can see uh you know these different interesting type of like pop artists alternative artists collabing with uh you know somebody even right. if it's not even underground but like a major artist as well because i feel like now we have every single sample of rap you know is a a very you know it's really mainstream at this point you know with yeah. the with the six slacks with the six slacks with the blacks <laughs> and uh <laughs> and you know you have blacks and uh, meek mills who are just like rapping and you still have people who are nostalgic as hell or have a nostalgic style who are still in the mix so it's like a real interesting hodgepodge and you have people who are older kind of having this kind of like younger sound too and it may be just That's because it's close to their sound anyway, and they just kind of like revitalized. That's interesting you brought up Black, because uh, before he was a before he was a singer, he used to rap, he used to freestyle battle. Um, and I think he talks about that in uh, uh, the, uh, the Rap Radar podcast. And he says that like he got like so good with his his raps that like he felt like he was like like untouchable, right? So like he stepped away from it. But well, that's not the main reason, but he did step away from it. Mm. And he started to sing. Okay. So like if you listen if you really listen to it, like you remember when uh when Wayne dropped his new album and then he uh him and uh Kendrick Lamar had that had that song together. Yeah, Mona Lisa. Like, that that yeah, that shit was so creative and you can hear how Kendrick was like inspired by Wayne, right? And the different the octaves in his voice, right. the way he changes it, right? Exactly. So Black, I think he's I think he had that sound first, the what he does, but the weekend beat him to the like the mainstream. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Because, That's a like, good point. That, think about that for a second. And I'm not That's saying that, that that the weekend copied his style, right? Because no, they no. had no idea who each other were, but they they both had the same idea, I think. Like from from a like a vocal standpoint, just and got they, it out there. And, they, and the weekend got it out there first, like because yeah. was, wasn't he discovered by Drake? Yeah, the weekend was. They're both yeah. from Canada, and, but I think the same thing with like people like uh, like Sway Lee. Yeah, Sway Lee, for instance, it's so many people who have that similar sound now. Like it's yeah. this high pitched. It's this like because I feel like you think about how Sway Lee sounds. You it's comparative to like a lot of how Tory Lane's music is, yeah. and and if yeah. and if if Lil Uzi didn't have the griminess to his sound, yeah, it would right. be the same. Like if because yeah. he's he's melodic with his delivery, but he still yeah. ha he has this kind of like kind of I don't know kind of jittery kind of, I wouldn't say jittery but kind of like more static and kind of like sporadic type of like right. where he catches the pockets but in a weird way he's doing the exact same thing yeah. and I think it's like everyone is experimenting with shit and it's yeah. really just because like people just got different voices they got different sounds they bring in a different vibe to the whole mix and I think yeah. the inspirations of things that have already came about you can tell that people are really a culmination. So I think it's interesting now that we have people who are bending genres because it's like people, especially now, if you're coming out now, that means you literally came up through, you know, listening to, you know, in your early days, if you really were a student, listening to, you know, late 80s hip hop and then coming into the 90s and hearing that new Jack Swing and then hearing this kind of like hodgepodge of like rap coming bigger and bigger and literally rap surpassing you know yeah. r&b as a kind of like the main thing that's like urban communities are kind of putting out 
And then now you see that it turned into the early 2000s where yeah. you, for you to be a new R&B act, if you're a group or a you know single act, you had to have a cool little rap you know, feature on your shit or nobody really want paying attention to it. Like you need at least a verse from whoever and whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I think sure. it's interesting the way the shit evolves and I think it's like some cool shit. I really do. I think it's some cool shit, you know, but you know it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where where hip hop or rap you know as a genre and you know hip hop goes in the next what 10 years to five. see that five five like years. in the next five years we're going to see like if all these waves that have come up like the last five years that they're still going to be around but yep. there's still going to be something new yeah, you I know what, what it is too man i i think i think it's been it's been ongoing from the beginning of hip hop you know like if you if we go back like if we really want to go back i mean that's what happened with KRS1 and Melly Mel you know, like from the get go, um, you know, they were like, yo, all that shit KRS one is doing, that shit is whack. You yeah. know? Because oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. the new he was the new cat. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And then when Rock Kim came out, it was similar. Same thing. There are people like, yo, why is this guy flowing so slow? Yeah. You know, and he changed the game. You know, and then it's been just people who have been game changers who, who changed the sound, like, you know, when Nas came out. I wouldn't say Nas like changed the sound of the game, but definitely like his the producers, all the producers oh, yeah. on that's his album. Some, that's some producing. Yeah, he, he he had like like the the god list for yeah. producers on his, yeah, he on did. his album. He had early premiere. He had early tip as a producer. Yeah, everyone, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, Pete Every, Rock. Everyone. Yeah, Every, and, I, and, and, that, and that definitely changed the game. Where it's like, oh, yeah. so I don't gotta be. Was, I don't gotta like just have Eric B with me. That right, I don't yeah. just just Eric B. I can right, have yeah. Eric B and bro, who I like right, and yeah. stuff too. Okay, and let's I, get I think it all together. I think the same thing happens now. It just moves faster because, yeah. like, our society moves faster. Technology, oh, yeah. everything's about streaming. streaming yeah. You know, so you got to be on that on that move. Like, like we just talked about the Wayne album. The Wayne the Wayne album is already old. You know what I'm saying? Like, now we're yeah. waiting for the new the Meek Mill album is gonna be old in another couple of weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean, I, and I think it's a fucking hot album. Yeah. Uh, you you right though? It's we can, and I think it's it's like. You don't even have to, like, you could put out a good two, three songs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that yeah. can fuck around and make you a star. Like, yeah. Chance did that, right? So, like, well, Chance is a star. Now he's been a star. But, yeah. like, he, uh, uh, he, he dropped, like, two singles. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Just like, like, yeah, just like, yeah, like last week. Cardi. Cardi is a perfect example. Yeah. yeah. One one song. Now, now, I'm mad I didn't put this on the dock, but this is something I definitely want to talk about. I guess we can just just segue into the yeah. conversation. Yeah, and Cardi, because these like Grammy nominations just came out. Yeah, I yeah. am a person who was certainly on the Cardi bandwagon, and my girl oh, always. Shit, Always like condemns me for like she was like you a stand you a real big fan I was like I mean I like it it's it's cool it's it's a, it's a vibe you know yeah. and and I just I, I fucked with that she was a new face and all of that and to me I, I deduced it all to be something dope something fun something cool in the mix yeah. um her, the way that everything was moving forward I think I didn't really kind of grasp how fast it was moving and how many yeah, steps right. that she kind of skipped past, you know, skipped past from the average artist that's just getting into the game. And it's like, she had one song. She had two mixtapes prior to that song. Right. Got a deal in the midst of this song rising the charts. The song itself is a, essentially a cover in a way 
yeah, or just yeah. a, kind of like it's a truly like a mixtape type of little you know bite type of situation yeah this song propelled her so far up in just the industry that they clinged on to her like like crazy Bro. and I, and I won't even go as far as to call it like an industry plan or no shit like that because I don't think that's what it was but I do believe that it, Atlantic and all the people around her seeing her as the biggest cash cow ever. And this is why sure, they yeah. put so many resources behind it. Now, me and you talked about this when the album came out, Jay, that this is an industry-ass album. Came yeah. up, like, no one fresh out the gate that they don't that they don't expect to be around for a long time, they're not going to put this much money into. Right, In that yeah. time, early this this is early this year, she had SZA, who had a hot-ass album, Kehlani, yeah, who has a hell of a following, YG, yeah. whose album was about to come out in the coming of months, who is still, who I believe, already put out his single. You yeah. had the Migos, who already put out Culture, and they were just, they just been hot since, shit, since Culture 1. Yeah. Uh, who else was on her album? Shit, she had J Balvin and um and Bro with I like it, and yeah, then and yeah. so it's like I think they seen so much from her because it was like she's not only a female rapper, yeah, she already proven that she has some type of social media clout network. That's one thing that they already want you to come with personality. People like her. She's great right. to look at. Yeah. Branding is like impeccable. Checks all the boxes. Checks all the boxes, and then a box that no one ever checks. She's bilingual, and on yeah. top, and so it's like we can we can branch, we can like branch, and it makes sense. Like we, it's not like Beyonce doing an irre, irreplaceable in Spanish, to where <laughs> yeah. she just knows she has the market, and knows she has the audience for it. We can yeah. really like put you with you know what I'm saying the Mazunas so and all these things. Speaking of Beyonce, bro, like she influ- she had like Cardi B has such a heavy influence on Beyonce that she went and fucking sang in Spanish. Like, well, don't get me wrong, she did she did a replaceable in Spanish before, mm-hmm. but that wasn't like as big, right? Like it was big, but like not as big. Yeah. Re- recently, uh, Beyonce jumped on a she just, she jumped on a Spanish track this year. Yeah, it was yeah. um, it was actually because like she was it was singing in Spanish, and it was uh, it was like a a, a charity song. Yeah, I think it was yeah. like uh, for like. So, I forgot what the name so of the song the fu- was. So, so when was the last time we heard Beyonce singing Spanish? Two thousand five. Not for, saying? but you think Irreplaceable was like more of like a kind of like one of them deep cuts. Like it was like you had to go and get that. Like you had to go and like know yeah, and, right. and go get that one. Like this one was like a major yeah, song, bro. Like, like this is back when her shit was like ninety nine cents on a on iTunes, right? Right. Back when iTunes was a. Uh, Orange or some shit like that. The, the icon was orange or green or some shit like that back in the day. You know what I mean? Me, so, Mahente with J Balvin. Is that what it's called? Mahente. Mahente. It was the Mahente remix. So you know what I'm saying? Like so that what I'm saying is Cardi B has a huge influence and a huge impact on people, even people of that caliber, such as Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? And Beyonce is the queen of all of them. So in my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think it's to me, it's weird though. And it makes me like even more intrigued after the Grammy nominations came out because I believe I'm not sure, um, but I believe she essentially sweeped this shit. She really like got some in all these major categories. Yeah. And oh it, yeah, yeah, she does. And it's like it's kind of like damn. What would make she has sense? To win one. Not yeah. only she, I think she's gonna win yeah. several. 
But I think oh it, yeah she will. But I think she definitely gonna win several. But I think what's interesting about it, she didn't even get nominated for best new artist. When so, in the, in terms of the Grammys, this is some best new artist shit. You feel me? She's, because she's, gonna, she's definitely gonna get Jay Z on some of these some of these uh, categories for sure. Yeah. I don't know, and that's the thing. I like usually I feel like I know like they're they gonna put them on there. They put them on there just so people can watch and people can spec yeah. speculate and whatever, whatever. But the fact the how she's winning this shit and how she's how the industry is moving for like who the fuck this year it's been music coming out every fucking Friday and this yeah, is what made awful. me really realize it from yeah. listening to the Joe Budden podcast and they didn't even realize it but it's like they mentioned it a little bit but it's like whose album has lasted three months after it came out the only one I believe is truly. Motherfucking Cardi's Cardi's yeah, album yeah. came out in what March, something like that. Yeah, she had and, and she literally she put out. Album. I think what her last video for it came out maybe two, three months ago, and yeah. like shit still on, shit still going. She put out she, a whole another song. Clubs, yeah, you know? Bro, yeah. You, yeah. You can go to the bars, you can go to the club, and they play that. Especially in Chicago, yeah. you know how the bar slash club is. You know what I mean? Yeah. That scene over there. And then and she put out a new song. Like that. Yeah, and it still go crazy. Yeah. So everything. So she's. She's features, all is like she done. Yeah. She done jumped she was on, on one features, of the features ever with uh, uh, and we talked about this in our previous uh, episodes, um, where like they kind of had that controversy with uh, Bruno Mars and him remaking New Jack. You know what I'm saying? And then oh, he yeah. made the he made the uh, uh, finesse. Yeah, and Cardi was obviously on that, and that was huge. That was, that was uh, uh, pretty pregnancy, right? Like she had just just before right before she got pregnant. Because right. mm-hmm. then, then she made another video, and that was I like it like that, and yeah. then she was already pregnant. You know what I'm saying? So and she performed it uh, at the Grammys. And, yeah. yeah, and at fucking Coachella. So it's like you know what I'm saying. Well, like, so like she's she she skipped a lot of steps, bro. Like nobody who's did. a new artist moves that fast. Coachella came right before came right after her album came out so that means she had a whole fucking set but that means they already knew how it was gonna be they knew they already booked her for this so that means they already had the track list they already knew that this was gonna she could have a set that could be 20 minutes at coachella you know however many slots before beyonce so it's like this shit is this shit is interesting this is just real interesting how they moving with her so San Antonio recently, or when I say when I say recently, I mean like three years ago, they got a major uh, music festival that finally came to the city, and it's called Mala Luna. And I think she headlined. She yeah, it's a cool she headline. One of the she days. headlined one of the nights. You know what I'm saying? And like like that that crowd that was there was fucking huge. There was a lot of people there. You know what I'm saying? So like, and that was just to go see her. Like there was obviously other acts, and they were good, but she's like on another caliber. You know what I'm saying? She has a song that I think she it went. Triple platinum, if, if I'm if I'm if not diamond, you know oh, what I'm that, saying. So like, yeah, that, it's yeah. up there, bro. Like it's it's, 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 it's solidified in you know hip hop history forever. So yeah, like, she's not going nowhere. Yeah, bro. Oh, like, she, she, if, she, if you come out the gate, bro. If you come out the gate and you fucking beat Lauren Hill, you know what I'm saying? Right. One of the greatest, one of, one of the greatest lyricists in my personal opinion of all time. Then you obviously do something right. You know what I'm saying? You, you gotta be. So, but but I want to yeah. know what y'all think about some of these like nominations though. So I got these uh, shits plugged, and for album of the year, album of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's like eight acts that were eight projects. One being Invasion of Privacy by Cardi B. Yeah. By the way, I forgive you by Brandy Carlisle, which I think is uh, like a pop singer. 
Scorpion by Drake. Her by her, which I believe is kind of sketchy because her the her album was really yeah. just two EPs put together. Um, Probably, yeah. Beer Bombs and Bentleys by Post Malone. Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves, who is a country artist. Yeah. And Black Panther, the album. So yeah. I think if Black Panther would have won, that, that'd be insane. But I think it's going to be between Cardi, uh, uh, Post Malone, and one of the pop artists, pop slash country artists. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think anybody else is gonna get, well, not that they won't get credit for it. I just what think about they have, Drake? They have too much of a niche following right now. You think Drake so, not in, like not uh, in that? Huh? You don't think Drake gonna get some of that? that, that oh, I'm like, sorry, yeah, Drake, yeah, I apologize. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot Scorpion was one of them. Um, Drake and Cardi, bro. I'm calling it one, one of them. <laughs> All right, so Drake and Cardi. Yeah. But I want y'all to, I want y'all to understand the magnitude of this, though. Like, Beyonce ain't never got an album of the year. Like, it's a lot. That's, the album of the year crazy. is like the top of the top. She lost to uh, who did she? She lost to, to Adele and Beck. Like, Beck. she lost the to two, Beck. Like the last two times she's been nominated. Yeah, and like they like the Carter album. I think they got maybe like two nominations. Yeah, and that's just but like. This is Beyonce and Jay Z, you know, yeah, exactly. and I think they that was the big uh, story when the um, nominations came out. It was like three of the, the hottest artists in the world, which was uh, they said Beyonce, Ariana Grande, and uh, Taylor Swift only got like minimal nominations. You know what I'm saying? When like people are still talking I mean, I about feel like Ariana Grande is still getting backlash from Mac Miller. Why? Like that's gonna be that's gonna be kind of hard to. Uh, uh, that's gonna be kind of hard for her to like, and I bounce back from because she made that song "Thank You Next," which is a huge success. Oh, that shit made blew the, up for her. And then she made the video, and that was the, it was the Mean Girls movie. You know what I'm saying? So that was cold. fucking smart. So whoever the creative director was behind that was a genius. And uh, uh, so she'll she'll definitely regain. Like not that she's not successful, but she'll definitely get back in the caliber of being an album of the year or a Grammy nomination, where like a single is gonna yeah. get there. Yeah, but I think. It's gonna take some time right now because of the EP. I'm sorry, because of the. I apologize. The, the death of Mac Miller. Yeah. That that shit was. Uh, it was pretty crazy this year. Like it came out of nowhere. Like he he was going live on Instagram, and then the, the next morning he's dead. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, due to an ac- accidental uh, overdose. Or yeah, overdose. Yeah. Which so. is so. Which is so crazy to me. Like it's yeah. so. That's it was so obvious. Like he was. He was like he was like a closet. Uh, depressed. Depressed. Depressant. I think yeah. you can you can hear it in his music, dog. Yeah, yeah. Especially and he, he actually got a nomination yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, which which I don't, I feel a little weird about stuff like that, like because yeah. ever since like like because I feel uh, like if he wins, I feel like I feel like that'll be a pity win. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's, everyone's always bigger when they're gone, man. That's Just like X, X, yeah. X yeah. album is coming out, and like Kanye has a is like the only feature on it, and like yeah. it's like. Well, I like I don't know I don't know I, yeah, it's, I it's like it's weird it's weird like y'all did not play this man's records on the radio this much nope. you know what I'm saying nope. y'all did not like embrace him as an artist you saw that his and that way he had a cult following like, you say what his streams went up by like the billions after yes. he died bro like everybody playing his music yeah. yes that's, that's what happens 
Yo, that's 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 a wave in itself now. When someone passes away, yep. you ride uh, the wave. Any celebrity, anyone passes away, it's like, yo, uh, everyone just jumps on that wave. The kid, Triple X. Yeah. After he died, yeah. his streams went up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. his follow, even his fucking following went up. People were following him on Instagram and everything. He was dead. You know what I'm saying? That's, so that's it's, a, it's, it's, a sad it's, thing. It's a sad thing. It's sad, uh, it's, but it's, it's, it's definitely important to me. It's very strange to me because it's like, I don't know what are we trying to do? What are we trying to do with this? Like, for yeah, real, there's, for there's no accomplishment in that. You know what I'm right. saying? Somebody's dead, but they're still like, the, like hopefully there was paperwork in place for his family. Both. Oh, of them, I hope so. You know what I'm saying? To receive that money. I hope so. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. based off the streams. Um, I did see an article about it that was like a case or something like that. But anyway, like I don't want to go too far into that. No, no, no. Uh, but let's, let's keep it moving, man. Look, Meek Mill, bro. So like, Meek Mill is obviously uh, one of the more accomplished artists. He came, he came, uh, or I would say he uh, he resurfaced, right? Because he was in fucking jail. And not that he ever went anywhere as far as the music goes, but uh, um, he's definitely like changing his path, right? So like he squashed the beef with Drake. We all saw that iconic moment when he came out of the, came out on stage with Drake during his Scorpion tour. Um, I think it was in LA or something like that. And then he squashes beef with Game, and then he drops his hot ass album, bro, which I I personally think is his best album. I, I I'm not even like deep on like Meek's discography. I think I always like gotten the pieces that I like. Yeah. Um, and like I when I'm when I'm that way with you. I think I approach it in the same way just to, you know, keep the same energy. It's like, all right, I like this. Let me okay. add that. I like this. Let me add that. After I right. add four songs, I, I should like your whole album. Like, I'm not even yeah. going to play yeah. with you. I, like, it's, like it's too many joints. Like, I'm like, have, I'm like a quarter of your album through, and I'm just... So he I'm like, that shit with the Phil Collins cut. Yeah, that, like, that's uh, I think that, <laughs> that shit was dope, bro. That shit was dope. Speaking because his, in his interview, yeah, and in his interview, I was tripping off how people was like his multiple interviews with people bringing up like the the fact that he used so many samples, and I'm like, when has that been wrong? When has that no, been that, like that taboo, been wrong, bro? Exactly. Like, that is. A fuck, that is like the culture, like a staple in hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying, like, and bro, like, yay samples everything. You know everything. What I'm like, you might not know what it is, or he might have yeah. just used the most obscure part of the whole song. Like, you literally, like, yeah. really Remember, just uh, used the outro loop in the back and forth type shit. Right. Father stretch my hand. Wasn't that like a, a gospel like track or? Yeah, it was. Like, it was, like, and he, and it was only like a small loop. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Then, like, it was just like the vocals in the background from the church or the yeah. choir, the church choir. Yeah. And then like the one guy just singing on it. And then obviously he put Kid Cudi in there, right? Yeah. Which was smart. Yeah, I, I, I used, I literally found the sample track for, I think it was, uh, was it 444? It might've been 444, um, the song. Yeah. I like found the Clark sister song just so I could like add it to my episode about 444. And yeah, it was right. just like, this. this is like, I just loved how it's like just how things work, like how you could just put all these yeah. pieces together, flip it and make a loop like that. Like what you were saying with that Beyonce joint that 24 seven. I, I thought it was interesting in the interview with uh, Meek Mill on The Breakfast Club, how you brought up because I, I didn't even make the connection that he was on Atlantic too, um, right was, along yeah. with, uh, with Cardi. Because like I said to you about Cardi's album, how that's an industry fucking album. Yeah, Meek's album, I think, is way better of an industry album than Cardi's was because Cardi right. was new. So it's like, how mm -hmm. in the hell can a new person have these relationships 
and people who would want to be a part of this project unless they know for a fact this is a look this is a payday this is gonna like be a, a, a cool little situation that's that wave though man they yeah. can jump on that wave too yeah exactly. but me but meek i feel like it's different because it's like so many other things about it meek i understood if i can understand a person like 21 savage getting on meek if he went to jail or not you know what i'm saying there's certain certain people who are part of the project that are big artists where it, to me you can see it as just like some industry shit. they literally loaded his features up with some of the hottest artists of right now but it's like in a way it kind of works out beautiful because of who meek is and just his story it seems it, it seems way more uh organic like i can see how he could like really already have these relationships i can see how you can get the approval right. from me yeah. to get the damn me myself and i sample right. yeah, and, was, you know what i'm saying so it's like Ill, bro. that was that shit was cold i love that song that because the beat that. goes the first time i heard that i was like yeah who is that like yeah bro that shit was fire that that was dope the uh the what's beef obviously you know the, yes. the heavy ross and and jay uh so jay so just dive into that real quick jay said it wasn't a diss right uh, yeah. so towards uh towards yay um, I don't think it was a diss either. Like I don't think, and if, and if it was, it was subliminal, right? And like, Definitely subliminal. But Jay, see, like, the thing with Jay is like he's not known for subliminal disses, right? Like he'll just fucking diss you. He'll tell you what it is and he'll diss you, stab you. Yeah, stab, yeah, stab you. <laughs> word, word, word. You know what I'm saying? But like, but but they they uh, well, Ye has been um, like he's been uh, tweeting or fucking putting it out, you know, on on social media that Watch the Throne is is in works, or Watch the Throne Two is in works. That would you know be that 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 would be such a rebrand if like Jay truly accepts him in yes. in that way, like musically. Cause I understand yeah. if he like, you my bro, you're gonna always be my bro. I'm not gonna be against you, not even in public. Like and he said it's like why are people keep trying to put us against each other? That man is whatever yeah. he is. But like and Michael Michael Jackson but he, and Prince DNA. Yeah, but I feel like he loving him yeah. from a distance. Like he don't gotta be all in the mix. He don't gotta forever mention anything. Which oh, is the, he, which he, is the beauty of being Jay Z. Yeah. What was yeah. the that's yeah that's absolutely right. What was the, the the talk show host? What was his name um, from the late show? The late or the late night? Show? Oh, David Letterman. Um, he, he, like, David Letterman. Did you see that episode? He did. He did a Netflix special, and him he, he asked a question about him and Kanye, like what's going on between them, and he said that, that right now they're just fighting like they're brothers, like they're forever gonna be brothers. Like Jay Z's the big brother, he's the little brother. Uh, so right now they're just kind of bickering at each other, but eventually they're going to get over it and work, you know, collaborate again, which is, which is what I think they're doing because nobody fucking knew they were going to know when Watch the Throne first came out and like nobody knew that, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's true. And social media was big, but like it wasn't as big as it is now, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So people going to be yeah, watching and, and every like, single move. And they dropped that shit the same day Lil Wayne dropped the Carter 4. Yep. Right. Remember that? Which is some bold, some ballsy shit. Yeah. And, and I think both still did well. Yeah, and they competed against it, you know. And like, I personally liked Watch the Throne better than I liked Carter Four because the Carter Four, I think, was the weakest Carter mm -hmm. album, right? Out of all of them, for sure. So it's hard to come uh, back after three, though. Yeah, three, three, was, three was fucking three. Yeah, two was good. Two yeah. was really good, but three was just like there's so many fucking hits on that. So many. Like, yeah. yeah, my girl uh, was trying but, to shame me because I told her I love comfortable. She was like, "You like comfortable? That's your favorite track on." I'm like, <laughs> that like, like that's my <laughs> shit. Like, how can oh, you get on a song with Babyface and you yeah. still feel like, damn, like this gangster ass motherfucker from New Orleans got on a song but, with hey, Babyface and made it make sense? 
Bro, think about that for a second. You remember back in the day when Jay-Z and, and, uh, and Ye were going at each other? Mm-hmm. I think he utilized that song or like a, a, a somewhat sample of that song, right? Like, because well, obviously uh, Beyonce at that time, that was a self-titled album, right, Beyonce? Yeah. And obviously, and then uh, Irreplaceable was on that. Yeah. You know, and then, uh, you know, like the first the first bar, the first like four bars are to the left, to the left. If you want to leave, be my guest, you can step. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that was a shot at like Jay's like wife. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. at Beyonce. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and that's just old beef for because they obviously squashed that. Oh, of course. Because of course. there's a there's a there's a feature with Jay Z and uh, he's he's on a track with Ti called, called Watch What You Say to Me, and then like he says, as soon as you see them, they freeze up like statues in museums. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like like that Bars. like after the exactly yeah, bro. So like like after that like there was no there was no more um sorry not yay there was no more Wayne and JB and at that time remember like and Jay said it on the Breakfast Club interview like five years ago that he wanted to sign Wayne. But then uh, Birdman had came back with like a subpoena, like, don't touch my fucking artist, basically. Of course, you know what I'm don't saying? Touch my, don't, they <laughs> like, don't touch my Yeah, son, which recently, know, as so. we all know, yeah, as we all know, fucking Birdman finally paid Wayne. Because that, that, was, that was a long time coming. But yeah, exactly, exactly. That's but, I'm, you surprised, know, I'm surprised that check went through. Um, right, it didn't, it didn't bounce. It bounced. Man, <laughs> bounce, you know, back. Like, bounce, bounce back. Bounce back. Me, I think this is Meek's best album. Um, he his discography, his discography is good. I think his mixtapes were better than his albums previously. But yes. this album definitely takes the cake, man. Like he, this is this is a great, this is a, a well established like uh, industry, right? Whatever you want to call it. That's a good but album, it, man. But it was it's a great right album. album. Yeah, it was the right move. Exactly, it's a, it's a good album, man. I, I I and I think he said it well. Also, he's like, yo, man. He's like, it's it's this is a like this is what I've been doing. You know, yep. he's like, don't compare it to what what's out because people been the the level was low. Yeah, you know, so so anything that came out that sounded good, people was like, oh yo, that that shit is fire. You know, it is, yeah. But his shit, you could tell he took his time. Yeah, he took his time and everything, like the the track list, the the, the producing, everything, man. You know, that shit is, is, he is said, good. Yo, yeah, yeah. He said too that he invited his friends into listen, to listen to right, the songs he right. recorded. And he said, whichever one is whack, y'all tell me. Yeah, and they were told they would tell him so that he had a good group of people behind him. Exactly. And y'all, he even went as far as thanking the judge that fucking put him on probation again, bro. Like that fucked him over and threw him in jail. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like he has no remorse. Like he's like fuck it. Like there's no reason for me to hold any type of grudges because. Yeah. That isn't gonna get me anywhere. Yeah, and when I, I was when I was in jail, they were telling me to clean the fucking barbershop. I wasn't fighting back. I'm gonna go ahead and do that because I'm nobody in jail. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to yeah. be anybody. Yeah, and, and I, 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 I I fuck with just how more than anything, he's using all of this to you know change and make change and really affect people in real yeah. ways. Because I feel like you can I feel like you can already see that there's he's making a difference. Even just his presence, him being on CNN, talking to you know commentators, dope. telling yeah. them and bringing Prison perspective. Yeah, yeah, bringing perspective to like, how much sense does this make? This is a situation that I was in when I was 16. Do you honestly believe, even though that was a time where you know there wasn't cameras and there wasn't a million yeah, people filming can. and nobody could see, do you really believe I would be standing here today if I had a gun pointed at some cops? Like, let's really right. be real. So true. Like yeah. in the and fact, but like it's so it's so simple to think about, right? Like anybody any of color could think of that. Yes. But for some fucking reason, you know what I'm saying? White America, and not all white people, but white America as a whole, 
would like to understand that. Yeah, they don't they don't understand at all. You know, goes over their head. Yeah, goes over their head. And right. I think I think that's the beautiful that's the beautiful thing about it. Like we got a brother like Meek on Ellen of all places. You know what Ellen. I'm saying? Talking that talking that shit. And I think you need that. We need house housewives and stuff like that to kind of you know see yes. these things and then try to look deeper into what the fuck is going on and try to be like oh oh this is this is what's happening this is what's yeah. going on I and then like, especially to see him right next to robert Kraft and right next to all these like billionaire ass people that right. you know yeah. these people who are very familiar with it's like come on now like these are the people you already look up to these are the people you want to be just like why do they um, invest in this or have like, friendships or companionships with this rapper? Yes, that is. I, I genuinely feel, bro, like like somebody like him, bro, could get could get the, the NAACP and the fucking NRA to talk to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, and figure something out together. You know, come come up with like a bill or you know, not Yo. a bill, but like come up with something to uh, like establish some type of safety within the neighborhood. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. So the minority neighborhood. Yeah. yeah or, or, or or bring in some sense. I think one thing he said that was real prevalent within the interview, and he he's been saying it a lot. Like he's like, there's no real understanding of what people have to go through, like the yeah. trauma and PTSD of these specific yeah. communities. So, yeah. like just right here in Chicago, I remember um, speaking of you know Breakfast Club, uh, G Herbo was on there, and he was had, yeah. gave this great analogy of like. You know, how, how shit can be bad and how shit can be so tension-filled because it's like you have this kid who's good, great grades, all these things happening yeah. for him, but he carries a gun because he it's it's hard on his block. Then you have a yeah. kid who whose brother was the only person taking care of him. His parents are already gone or just strung out or whatever, whatever. His brother's in the mix, in the, in the streets, get shot. Now he has this vendetta. Now this young, innocent child that wasn't even in that world now wants to get in that world because the only thing that he had in his whole world is now gone. gone. And the cycle continues. Yeah. So it's like, when it comes to legislation, when it comes to all these different things, it can't be such a broad stroke because it's not like every American is living the exact same existence. So you can't make a law that you know carrying a gun in certain spaces in certain states in certain you know places is illegal when this yeah. is the circumstance it's like yeah. high crime will ultimately result in more guns more drugs more right. poverty so why would you then over police then oh you know have all these frisks have all these different things it's like you're literally setting traps for people to just be caught in so it's like yeah. what can you really expect what can you really say it's like if like he said he knew every day in the week there was somebody he knew getting shot or being harmed in yeah, some type of way answer. how do you expect for them to act now i done been to philly and i done actually yeah. went like in the in the shits and it's like i see it and the crazy thing about it is certainly exactly that it's a definitely a place of brotherly love because there was some people just on the block who we was just like really vibing with shared drinks with had a good time we went to a cool little block party was eating grits and fish on somebody's block it was love but it's like you know that this is not only always like but it's like this you know it's like this in every every place like there's sunshine there's darkness in Chicago, you can go to a block party, have a good time, then fuck around and find out somebody got shot at the damn block party. It fucks you up because it's like everything was good until it wasn't. But it's like we have, like, they have to address 
the actual issues if they truly want to fix anything or just leave people the fuck alone and let people figure out ways to police their own communities or like what what do you want to happen because something's gonna give certain things are just not gonna stop people are not gonna stop protecting themselves and doing whatever they feel they have to do because it's like the fuck like i gotta get it and you can and i and I, I learned this from a man who who's probably never been in that situation one of my like a college professor was like, this is the cause and effect. Like, I have children. And if I'm not, I'm not even about that life, he said these words. I would never do this, but if you take my degrees, if you make me broke and you tell me I can't teach and do all these things, and I gotta figure out how I'm gonna feed my family and myself, oh yeah, I'm telling somebody, somebody's gonna get God. Cause I gotta get on. I gotta, you gotta provide. I think to right. be put into that situation, people don't just understand that. Yeah, I was like, before we even um, started to record, I was listening to this uh, Vince Staples little clip. Uh, he was on, um, I think it was uh, other, I think it was other tone um, with uh, Pharrell and his uh, co-host on their like, I think it was like a Beats One um, little uh, show or whatever. And they had uh, DeRay McKesson and Vince Staples on there. And Vince was talking about how like, people on my block in Long Beach don't know shit about this politics and shit. People don't, people don't even see it as like, oh, the world is in shambles because our world has always been in shambles. All we worried about is yeah. where we at. Don't nobody around, he was like, don't nobody I know have a, a computer in their house. I don't maybe know two people. Everybody got a cell phone. You know, but nine times out of ten, people spending their whole day on the block trying to figure it out, trying to work it out. He was like, our presidents and and governors and shit is officer such and such, officer such and such, and officer such and such. Those are the people who who govern and police us, and those are the people who know everything about everything. And those are the only folks we ever even think about from a sense of authority. So it's like people thinking so macro when it's way micro with a lot of these situations. People not even thinking outside of like, oh, you know, just outer worldly things and what people deal with. Cause it's like, I got madness all the time, all the time. Well, so let me tell you somebody, let me tell you about somebody who wasn't, uh, uh, I wouldn't say like not being careful, but just kind of being reckless with it, man. And and somebody who's the complete opposite, in my personal opinion, to G Herbal, and that's Takashi. Mm. So Takashi Six Nine, I think he was he was told, bro, like he had been warned multiple times, like, yo, whatever it is that you're doing, stop yeah. it, like, stop doing that, stop uh, putting it out on social media. You know what I'm saying? Stop fucking recording yourself. Exactly. Uh, incriminating yourself. There you go. I'm sorry. There you go. That's the word. Stop incriminating yourself. Of all people to fucking tell him this, Charlemagne has told him this multiple times. They're like, yo, whatever it is that you're doing, just fucking stop, bro. Like, you're yes. yourself. Like, you're gonna incriminate yourself, which is exactly what he did. Yes. Uh, he fired his whole fucking staff or whoever it was that he had uh, employed, right? So, crew, yeah. his so crew, crew. And, they, and of course, they were fucking infidels, right? They went and turned on his ass. They're like, all right, you, you're gonna fire us, you're gonna pay us no more. Yeah. Ooh, we got so much heat on you. And that's yeah. exactly what happened. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, now this motherfucker is in jail, possibly for life, no bail. Like, uh, I don't he's, he's gonna take a deal though. Yeah, he, if he's smart, take a deal. You know. Just oh, do some time. I think he definitely gonna take a deal. He gonna get less time, but he gonna serve that shit though. Yeah, bro, he's an idiot, bro. Like, yeah. yo, like he was somebody that just not just that just did not want to pay attention, bro. Yeah. Like, like you are being monitored, bro. Yeah. Like, and he crossed like, the wrong people. Why would you ever put a video up on fucking social media about you putting thirty racks on somebody's head? Like that doesn't matter, bro. If it's slang, it doesn't like that shit ha- will be 
uh, deciphered by fucking yeah, yeah no that's they're using by, yo yeah. they 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 seize his accounts bro they're using his social media against him as evidence you know what I mean he's dumb bro like that he just moved the wrong way you know what I'm saying and ultimately or actually you know at the end he got caught up you know they they fucking like they're like all right like you're not gonna be part of like <laughs> mainstream society anymore because you can't keep your fucking mouth shut. Man, I, I, I kind of feel like like he got in over his head. Like maybe his boys got him into some shit he wasn't really trying to get involved in. And then like Possibly. you know you know like the fame went to his head. He got a big ego. He got a big mouth. He likes talking a lot. You know. But I will say this, dog. The feds don't fucking get you on racketeering charges for no reason. For dog. no reason. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if they got him, they got him for racketeering, bro. He's definitely involved in some shit to to some extent. You has know? to be. Yeah. Racketeering, bro. That's some mafia right. shit. Yeah, yeah that's bro. What they, they, they made that shit to get the mafia, bro. Yeah, who? Yeah, racketeering, bro. Who they, exactly? Fucking the Irish mob, the fucking the Italian, the Italian mafia, the Mexican mafia. Yeah. Fucking, I don't know. Like these are like big, big wig, like kingpins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But and I think he crossed. Like, he crossed the wrong person. Like one thing that I realized that I feel like enough people aren't talking about was just that whole incident and shootout that happened before everybody got arrested and yeah, who right. was there at the shootout, who who the whole misunderstanding was with. And like, I had to look it up about like who the hell like Lucian Grain and all these different people are who were, you know, kind of in the mix of those names. And I'm like, oh, he fucking over literally the head of like Universal Music Group. You know what I'm saying? Like one of the biggest musical conglomerates in the world type shit. So it's like, oh, we were profiting off of all your nonsense and we was letting you cook. We was paying, probably paying niggas off, letting people know, like, stay at ease. It's cool. FBI been sending us letters asking us, you know, when you going to go ahead and, you know, let us know whatever, whatever. You fucked up. We don't give a damn no more. We done made the money we made back. And you know what? We not getting you out. We gonna go ahead and let you stay in there. We gonna go ahead and let you have that. You know what I'm saying? We gonna let whatever needs to happen to you, happen to you. Um, because we, our hands are clean of you now. You know what I'm saying? We done exactly. made the money we made. Yeah. And that's exactly. why I feel like they end up like leaking and putting out the album. Because it's like, we gonna get our money. We gonna recoup ours. Yeah, they're like, fuck it. Yeah, like at it. this point, I can't cut your loss. Bro, they, they didn't leak that shit, bro. Let's no, be real. No, like, if, 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 if this anything, shit doesn't accidentally leak on you, iTunes. What they did was, they're like, all right, look, this guy's a liability. Like, we're going to at least make our money back and break even. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they invested a lot of time in him. When I say time, I mean money. Like, they're going to get that money back, and then they're not going to bail him out of jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, because first of all, there's no bail. And like it would be a loss and major profit, you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, he he probably could get out and like make some music and, and just return and be hot again. But guess what? He's just gonna get locked up again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he can because that whole that whole image he built is what got him locked up. That's what I'm. So oh yeah yeah you're right yeah yeah you're right you're right. So I I think I think this kid is done, man. I think he. He's gonna learn his lesson the hard way, the fucking Bobby Schmurda style. This kid needs to have a fucking conversation with Taxstone and figure it out from there. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't know what his future is gonna be like, but all I know is it's gonna, it's gonna take place behind bars for a long time. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I, I think it's. I don't even. I'm gonna keep it all the way funky with you. 
I probably have heard 15 to 30 seconds of one song that man made. <laughs> I wouldn't even and, say I give it that much, bro. Like, and, I just, and, I, and that's how I know, like, bro was moving so fast that, like, I haven't even heard your music from just hearsay, from just some, right, from yeah. it just getting to, cause some, I feel like he was big enough. Just like it's some artists who are so big, you don't have to look for the music. It's gonna come to you. That's true. And yeah. he was one of those artists that was spoken about so much and had so much word of mouth and so much like social media kind of currency that it's like, why didn't your music get to me? I didn't even have a chance to even judge to see if, you know what? If he just yeah. would have shut the hell up, he had, because everyone else speaks about him in that way. Like all these people within the industry and other musicians speak about him like, bro, you was, like the music was cool. People was fucking with him. People liked it, whatever, whatever. If you didn't, like, if you just did that, people probably would have still fucked with you. Yeah. You know, people like, he, we get it. We get it, you know, you trying to cloud chase or whatever, but you probably still would have made some noise because there's literally people who are either have similar sounds or trying to do similar types of music who are still, you know, making noise, doing what they're doing. Yeah. They might be moving slower from a sense of like how their career is progressing, but it's like those people aren't doing terrible. You know, so those people are still doing yeah. very well. Speaking of, speaking of, I guess because we can dive into the deep cuts, right? Yeah, let's do this real quick. Speaking of like Rico Nasty. I don't know if y'all know who Rico Nasty is, but she is cold as fuck. And she had a, a colored, she had a colors uh, uh, video, you know, the little where the motherfuckers be on the mic, do the little mic yeah. and it be in this colorful ass room called, yeah. it's a song called Counting Up that she had did. Barred that shit to the ground. Has this real energetic flow. It's cold as hell. Definitely somebody I feel like is like definitely up next where she's gonna get like a real big push for sure. Listen to her for sure. Her, uh, I'm late to the party, but I fuck with her. Uh, Tierra Wack is another another uh, female rapper that's like cold as hell. Reminiscent of Missy in a lot of ways. She put out this real kind of experimental situation um, not too long ago yeah, called Wack World, where it's like this visual situation where it's like, she made 15 tracks all a minute long, but she also yeah. gave you a visual with it. So it's like literally a 15 minute video with each song. And it's like, she's just giving you bars, giving you these like melodies and bars and melodies and bars. Yeah. It's, it's in this colorful and creative shit cool. But um, fuck with them just as like, those are two new artists that I'm trying to get into. Um, I already knew who J.I.D. was, but I really like was like in my bag with him right before his new project DiCaprio 2 came out on yeah. his uh the, on his Never Story album because that Never Story yeah. is just it goes that shit goes all yeah. that is like it's like the joint for me you know the yeah uh, uh, hered what is uh hereditary, hereditary. is like that shit just flows you know what I'm saying it goes okay. DiCaprio 2 I'm still like really fucking with and I like it I love it. You know what I'm saying? Off these was just perfect. It was all to me. I seen it as like a kind of like a spiritual sequel to Get Off My Dick from you know J Cole. That's why I feel like they had yeah. to go had to go and get him. You know what I'm saying? So it's like off these, get off my dick. Off these, get off my dick. I feel it. I feel the connection. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's but I've been listening to them, them his album. I still need to you know keep running back that Vince Staples FM. And um, this meat joint, you know what I'm saying? This shit, this shit yeah. live. What y'all, what y'all listening to though? 
Uh, so I've been heavy on the Meek. Uh, like that's definitely been my gym compilation music. Uh, I gave a few listens to uh, the DiCaprio too. Uh, it was okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really know what to expect. To be honest with you, uh, I was just trying to, you know, give it, give it a listen, and uh, I guess uh, uh, analyze it and break it down from there. Uh, I'm, I'm still trying to, uh, uh, fuck, I guess, get behind the. Uh, I wouldn't say the movement, but just what he was trying to accomplish on that album. If that makes sense. Right. So I was trying to do that. Uh, I haven't heard the Never Story one yet. I still haven't heard Ben Staples. Uh, and I know it's not it's not on our docket, but the one that I did listen to, uh, I, I bounced from track to track was the Anderson Pack, yep. uh, Oxnard. Yeah, I heard it. Which yeah. good. Yeah, I, it was great. It's good. I think I think because he has such a, um, it's more soulful. I yeah, think. like it, yeah. Compared to everything that's coming out yeah, right like, now, he has such like a composing ear. If that makes mm. sense, you know what I'm saying? Like he understands instruments, like fucking yeah. Prince. And I'm not comparing him to Prince, but. That's how. That's why Prince was so good. You know what yes. I'm saying? Because he could play a lot of instruments, and yep. he understood the way it sounds sonically speaking. Mm-hmm. Like I think Anderson Pack is the same way. Um, uh, and again, this wasn't on the docket, but Big Crick dropped the fucking album. Yep. And that shit was dope as hell. He even gives a tribute to fucking Texas, which I think is dope. Because I think a lot of his sound sound is it, it uh, learned from Texas. Yeah, bro. yeah. He, it that's comes out of Texas, Mississippi. Yeah, it comes from Pimp C. Oh, you know, oh, I sure. feel like Pimp C was a heavily a heavy influence on him, just like. Wayne was on Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just on the South in general. Yeah, man. just like that. I love, I and, love and, Southern rappers like that too. Uh, me too, bro. Like when, and they, like, when they like are so deep rooted in the Southern rap. Yeah, and right. like he is heavily Mississippi, bro. Like yeah. he is heavily Southern, and I love that shit so much. Like he's not afraid to break bring out the accent when he's rapping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then like of all things, you know what I'm saying? Like from from like for me, you know, for me and Omar being from Texas, like for him to pay tribute like that, that shit yeah, is exactly, dope. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like like somebody finally acknowledged. That they learned that fucking southern culture, like that, the fucking swing, the big body fucking Cadillacs, mm-hmm. and, and lean, bro. Like, like I mean, lean is not something that should, that should be. We're not gonna like drink, crazy, bro, right? Drink, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Swing, stuff. Yeah, and the way people be talking like this and shit. Yeah, like that, that country fucking like urban, like when it's like country meets urban. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what happened in um in uh, Port Arthur. Yeah, you know what I'm saying when Bun B yeah, met. Bro. Fucking uh, Pimp C, like that's that's where it came together, and that that conglomerate of UGK, that's what we get, like dope ass tracks, like uh, what's what does he call it, the the fucking the anthem, bro, fucking international, yeah, players, in- bro. international players anthem. That's exactly <laughs> what happens. Like you yeah. get southern rappers, like UGK, like Pimp, or, I'm sorry, like Bum B, Pimp C, right. Three Six Mafia, you yep. know what I'm saying? They have fucking T Pain as the father, so or the priest. So yeah, what I'm getting at is like he he pays tribute. I think it's dope. Um, I've, I've liked Big Crit for a very long time now, um, and I think he's underrated. He also he also uh, um, like I, I, I believe he mixes and masters his own music. Yep. Uh, uh, he's he's amazing, bro. He's also a great. I think he's a great sound engineer. Like he uh, he makes his own beats. Yeah, he's on that shit. Uh, he's dope, man. He's very underrated. Very. And his last album too, man. His his actual album, like mm-hmm. his last album, that shit was dope. Yeah. <laughs> so he's. His uh, last two albums were yeah, fucking dope. He, I think, I think he definitely deserves a lot more recognition that he's been getting. Um, but you know, not to go too, not to go too far, but like the um, Anderson Pack, soulful ass dude. Uh, he has his own style. We're talking about genres, right? So like, right. like, is he a fucking singer? Or is he a, is he an R and B singer? Is he a rapper? Is he a neo soul guy? Because he he also taps into that. Uh, like, I don't know. He has his own genre. 
So I think he's he's I, an artist, bro. Yeah, that's that's, that's what it is, man. Like artist. I, I, I think that's where it's hard. Like when you have people like him, like how do you how do you categorize him? Mm-hmm. You know, just don't agree. Just fucking, you know, it's just music, dog. I was saying yeah. something about the weekend, but like I don't know if the weekend can play instruments. Anderson Pack can play multiple instruments. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And he's yeah. dope. Again, that's, always going, that's always going to like affect the music more than anything. Yeah. yeah. This and the same thing with Mac Miller, bro. Mac Miller can play instant. He, he can play the piano. He could play the piano. Uh, he played the guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think he could play the drums. Yeah. Uh, so he yeah, was. You hear music differently. Yeah. Fucking instrument. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that shit is so dope to me. Also, uh, not to go too far off deep cuts, man. But Quincy Jones has a fucking Netflix special. Oh, it's called. Netflix. That shit is so cold, it's, man. It's, like, it's, the it's amount like of no, no one can ever. Like that was like the, like the most biggest flex of a documentary I ever seen in my yes. life. It's like, like, it's like, who has pinnacle, not? You know what I'm yes. saying? It's up there, bro. Like, do you want to be where the, you want to, like in music, as far as music goes, you want to be Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't think anybody will ever get there. Yeah. Just because the amount of, the amount of, uh, uh, people he influenced and the amount of people he collaborated with. Yeah. Not Arab. I wouldn't say amount, the quality of people he collaborated with. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like he, that's, that was a composer. You know, that was one of the greatest composers of, of I want to say of our time. Like, I mean, not our time. Yeah, just, just all time. Just all yeah, time. Yeah, all exactly. time. He, she this, was there this. all time. He was been in yeah, every bro. time. Those, amazing. But those amazing. people, like, they have they have that influence that's yeah. like forever, you know? Yeah. And and, and they, weren't, they, they weren't riding the waves, bro. They were creating the yeah, waves. Exactly. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. This guy, yes. this guy could read and write music. He can yep. compose. He played multiple instruments. If you watch the documentary, he talks about how he started with the, he loved the trumpet, but he started off with the keys with the piano, and then he played percussions, and then he from there he went to woodwind instruments, and then eventually he landed on a, a trumpet. Right. But uh, he created. I mean, he made music with Miles Davis, uh, 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 various other of uh, uh, plethora again of jazz artists. And Sinatra. Uh, and yeah, the Frank, Frank Sinatra. Thriller is still the the the, the most like yeah like the greatest selling album of all time you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like it's no i don't think everybody anybody in, in music history is ever gonna top that like there's so many so many fucking singles off that fucking album you know what i'm saying and yeah. just like the the musical composition behind it that shit is dope to me like so when it comes to deep cuts and music that is like top-notch pinnacle artist you know what i'm saying i agree and the greatest thing is the great like like well part of the greatest thing is that he's a he was a humbled black man from the south side of Chicago mm-hmm. who eventually migrated to Seattle and then made his way to New York after right. doing his little European tour and going mm-hmm. broke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit is dope yeah, to me, man. man. Like that Story. is just, that is yeah, exactly. That is somebody who just understands music mm-hmm. and like he put all his life experiences, timing, bro, and yeah, into his music and it was just the right time for him. Like this guy, this man was born at the right time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like Created some of the greatest music ever, ever created. Some which is dope as fuck. And I think that is like the top notch to deep cuts. You know what I'm saying? Like right. oh, for sure. it couldn't get it couldn't get any 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 better than that. No deeper. Yeah. Uh last but not least, brother, do you have a conscious corner? Um based on the topics that we discussed. Honestly, the way the way we need to think about this shit, when we're talking about music in general, it's the end of the year. You know, it's December. So much music has came out and happened and everything. What I want everyone to be aware of is that shit's gonna not only continuously change, but understand 
that terrible music stop even with the rhetoric of terrible music d'angelo said when his black messiah album came out which was his comeback album i believe in what like 2014 that people were saying now real music is back and what he said was no real music has always been here you're not right. looking hard enough and i think in the times we're living in that's true in this not playlist like, era uh, i would and, say as a whole industry is not yes yes and this playlist yeah. industry and all these different things that are occurring if you want to find some shit you fuck with that you yeah. like you will find it you're not looking i think hard i think that's true I think I, that I think that's being that's being a fan of music in general. Yeah, so when like yes. people ask me like, "Yo, what genres do you listen to?" I'm like, "Yo, I'm a fan of music." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it sounds good to my ears, I don't care what genre it is. It's you know, true. I'm just a fan of music and I enjoy the music. Yes. I enjoy the the experience, the the the, the ride, the story. Yeah. And I enjoy it for what it is. Yep. And I don't try to change it or make it into something that's not. Yeah. You know? And I think that's what a lot of people do right now. They want to change something into something else, and it's never gonna be that. You know, yeah, like that's it's true. true. That's very true. You know, so you don't like it? Cool. You don't like it? Keep yeah. moving. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's that's my whole thing. That's my little quick corner. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, just wake the like hell I, up and stop with the bullshit. Stop waiting for conglomerates and radio to direct your music taste yeah. and direct your music kind of likings. It's your if you don't fuck with nothing that you hear on the radio, nothing that people are pushing to you. There is more out there. There is an artist who probably has two to three followers that no one is paying attention to, who should be listened to, who should be listened to. And since that time, since that time that he said that, bro, Chance the Rapper has has came out. SZA has made it. Kalani has made it. Right. Half a TDE made it. You know what I'm saying? Isaiah Rashad, Schoolboy Q came out. All kinds of people, Uh, bro. J-Rock. J-Rock had a fucking dope album, man. Like, that was an amazing, like, like like body of work uh who else uh since 2014 like like multiple artists man Same fucking cardi yeah <laughs> Car- yeah cardi shit uh um uh, miguel is dropping great music yeah, uh miguel. black black surfaced yeah uh the weekend or the weekend came out like 2013 2012 but still you know what i'm saying like it's it's been a it's been just a lot of music ever like I mean, I know D'Angelo doesn't have that much of a presence in the music industry as far as like uh, mainstream goes. Yeah. But a lot of music has come out since then. You know what I mean? A lot of artists have surfaced since then. And, so, uh, and so much, so much. And I think this year is a year where so much has came out that there's yeah. things that were missed. There's things that need to be revisited. Oh, yeah. oh, there's yeah. things that need to kind of like they didn't people didn't get enough time to really like sit in and sit with. That and uh, digest the music, yeah, and, dig- yes. and truly digest the music, like you said. Yeah. And I, so yeah, I feel I like that's going to literally set the tone next year. I believe in the next few years, I think people are going to continuously because people can produce things. There's more yeah. than one avenue to put things True. out with, you know, Spotify. You know, kind of, you know, you know, souping up where you know something to make it a little bit better for artists to kind of put things out independently. Yeah. Uh, same with SoundCloud trying to do a little something. Um, I think the industry is moving to a, a good place from a sense of like, so it's see, seemingly trying to or create or trying to get in, cut into this whole independent situation where it's like, look, yeah, hey, so guys, yeah, guys come chance. on, get in this. Yeah, Chance made it big independently, and I think people are trying to find that wave and 
industry is trying to follow that where they can be like okay when it's an independent artist want to stay independent how can we be part how, how can we be part of that independent yeah. process no they want yeah they want they want they don't want them to be independent bro. Exactly. they want to be fucking the dollars are behind that too, yeah but that that's just the way that it, that things are rolling and bro, our, everything comes in waves it's like you know what too like i seen like recently like vintage clothing was has been big again yeah like people you know going to thrift, thrift shopping and, yeah. and 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 taking out this vintage like like guest clothing, Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger, yeah. right? So what what do the brands do? They start putting that shit out again, yeah. bro. But you yeah. know what I mean? And, you, and yo, and like when I was living in Chicago too, man, we would we would go thrifting all the time. Like like I go buy some thrift shit. Like you were definitely thrifting. Oh you yeah, I'm saying? a big thrifter. Uh, I uh, thrift shout out to Frankie. Yeah, shout out to Frankie. You know, style through my eyes. <laughs> right. Is his at on Instagram? You know, he's definitely been thrifting. Best one. Uh, he's the best one out yeah, here. Yeah, shout that out shit. to fucking Albert. Uh, Albert Igbo, fucking homie, just had a birthday. Hell he's yeah, been thrifting. Bro, you know 29. Like, look, 29. Look, yeah, 18. Like, I, told him, I told him, bro, he's getting there. I was like, hey, man. I was like, your age will catch up to your hairline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, <laughs> but I was like, hey, man. I was like, that's, I was like, it's all good. It's a blessing. But, uh, uh, but yeah, man, yo, this was this was a great episode. I'm glad we got to record again, man. Uh, oh yeah, me long, too. Like what, five, six months since we oh, recorded? Oh yeah, bro, it's it's been it's been it's a whirlwind. It's been a whirlwind. You feel me? But it's been good. It's been cool. You know yo. what I'm saying? And I love. I'm, I'm glad. Yo, I'm I listen. What was you about to say? I listen. Yeah, I, yeah. This is great. I, I listened to your last podcast, man. Your girl has a lot to say about uh, dating. Oh, <laughs> quote, Kiana. Quote, quote unquote love. Yeah, shout out to her, man. She was dope. Oh yeah, uh, she's great. She had a great perspective, and uh, shout out. I mean, I'm not gonna give her a shout, but that dude was creepy when she was over there and, <laughs> and Ross was trying to do her little shopping and shit, and then he approached her at the wrong time. <laughs> I'm gonna let her know. I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna yeah. make sure I send her this part of the, the episode too. Like that, it, it creeped me out too. Yeah, that shit would have creeped me out. So no, nah, but hey, shout out to her. She was dope, man. That was a dope episode. Uh, for those who don't know, what I'm talking about the Simply King podcast for humans. I'm sorry, the Socially Conscious podcast for humans simply being humans. That hey. shit was a great fucking tagline. I love that shit so much. Appreciate you, bro. Uh, but hey, man, this was a dope, dope conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're definitely going to do it again. We're going to try to put it out more often. We just are busy. You know what I'm saying? My yeah. boy has kids. He has a job, a full-time job. Right. I have a full-time job. It's hard out here for a yeah. kid. <laughs> yeah, bro. Right. Yeah, yeah, got to get money job. out here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Money out here. It's fucking cold in Chicago. It's it cold is. in San Antonio for it San Antonio. You know what I'm saying? So uh, definitely try to get together again and collaborate. This is this is a great episode. We're talking about a lot of the shit that we wanted to talk about that we hadn't talked about in a very long time. Um, yeah, man, let's try to get together. You know, in a week or the next couple of weeks, you know, put put together a great docket and uh, uh, you know, just put, you know, put out some great content. Oh, for sure, for sure. I'm I'm uh, I'm going. I'm gonna literally hit my hundredth episode at the That's end what's of up, the year. Man. And yeah, I'm man. Yeah, shout out to the podcast, bro. You uh, you've been you've been going uh, strong for what, three years. Yeah, it'd be it'd be yeah, it's three years. It was three years in August. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's it's, amazing, it's, man. It's a trip. Shout out to you, bro. That's. I had uh, applied for um. This, yeah, man. Uh, hey, Google, you're uh, the one who got me on the podcast, bro. You. Like you put you put me on you put me on my first episode in your podcast. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Oh that yeah, was amazing. Bro. Yeah, obviously, it's, obviously, it's definitely uh, uh, blue <laughs> from there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I've obviously worked on my my microphone skills and shit. Oh uh, yeah. But we definitely uh, we definitely you know collaborate more, do a lot more work. I'm actually going to Chicago December 28th uh, to January 2nd, so we'll definitely do a a session while we're out there. Oh for, for sure. Both, for both podcasts, man. For and sure. Then, um, 
you know, we definitely got to meet up with my girl Kiel. She just opened her new studio. Uh, yeah, she's a creator. Yeah, I, I literally just found. I just found her on the ground. I, I just followed her on yeah. the ground. Yo, she's dope, man. She's doing some dope stuff out there, and uh, I missed her grand opening, but I, just, you know, I couldn't make it at the time. Uh, but uh, you know, like I said, I'll be out in Chicago. It's gonna be dope. Uh, but to end this episode, let's just throw the social media handles out there. You can follow me on Instagram at Jake Major, J A C M A J O R. Ronnie, go ahead, bro. Oh yes, you can follow me everywhere at Kings underscore Memoirs on all platforms. Follow the Simply King podcast at the Simply King Pod on IG. Keep me, you know, yeah. keep me in your ears. You feel me? Listen, listen, listen to the, for those who are listening, listen to the Riding with Rodney sessions. You know, <laughs> every morning has, has a question of the day. So that shit is dope. Just listen to it. Whether he goes on a rant or he talks about just shit that you want to hear, just listen to it. Oh, you know what? I get a lot of good feedback about that. Like, I genuinely yeah. didn't do that just so I can, like, wake my own self up. <laughs> like, just to, like, yeah, get my, morning, just to drive in the morning. You got to, like, pep your shit up. Like, you don't want to yeah, just be like, driving up all that shit, like, just being yeah. in traffic. <laughs> People driving crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's cold, especially during cold months. Yeah, you know, you just want to, you just want to be cool. Like you don't want to get out of your bed, you yeah. know. So it's like, damn, you know. But it helps. Man, I mean, evidently, Chicago, it's helped a I lot don't. of people. I don't. I miss Chicago, <laughs> but I don't miss that, bro. I don't miss walking no, out that door. And oh, and death hitting you, slapping you in the face. Sub zero hitting you in the face. I'm saying that shit, bro. Shout out to Andrew, bro. Yo, what up, man? You guys can follow me at, at Omar MZK. Ladies, check your DMs. <laughs> All right, yo, but that was the uh, Underground Culture Podcast. I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, let's yeah. do it again soon. Oh, for sure. Until then, we out. We, we out. out. Peace. Peace, y'all.